Today's reading is 2 Peter 3. Beloved, this is now my second letter to you. Both of them are reminders to stir you to wholesome thinking by recalling what was foretold by the holy prophets and commanded by our Lord and Savior through your apostles. Most importantly, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. Where is the promise of his coming? They will ask. Ever since our fathers fell asleep, everything continues as it has from the beginning of creation. But they deliberately overlooked the fact that long ago, by God's word, the heavens existed and the earth was formed out of water and by water, through which the world of that time perished in the flood. And by that same word, the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of ungodly men. Beloved, do not let this one thing escape your notice. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness, but is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth and its works will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to conduct yourselves in holiness and godliness, as you anticipate and hasten the coming of the day of God, when the heavens will be destroyed by fire and the elements will melt in the heat. But in keeping with God's promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth, where righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, as you anticipate these things, make every effort to be found at peace, spotless and blameless in his sight. Consider also that our Lord's patience brings salvation. Just as our beloved brother Paul also wrote you with the wisdom God gave him. He writes this way in all his letters, speaking in them about such matters. Some parts of his letters are hard to understand, which ignorant and unstable people distort, as they do the rest of the scriptures, to their own destruction. Therefore, beloved, since you already know these things, be on your guard, so that you will not be carried away by the error of the lawless and fall from your secure standing, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. This is God's word. A key promise of our faith is that Christ will return, and he will do so soon. Yet, it has been over 2,000 years since Christ was born. So where is the return he promised, the one he promised soon? That skeptical question has been thrown at us in each passing generation since the original disciples of Jesus lived. Here in 2 Peter 3, Peter warned us that we would face it too. Peter called the people who asked this question scoffers in verse 3 and accused them of deliberately forgetting the creation of the earth and the flood that destroyed everyone except for Noah and his family. We see that in verses 5 and 6. Even though they deliberately forget these things, Peter urged us not to forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. Although it is true that many generations have passed since Christ lived, that is evidence of God's mercy, not that he doesn't exist or doesn't keep his promises. As Peter said in verse 9, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. That's the NIV's reading. It is God's saving grace, his abundant mercy, 
that has led to such a long, from our perspective, time between the coming of Christ and the second coming of Christ. However, Jesus will come, and when he does, people will be surprised, as verse 10 puts it, and everything will be destroyed, also as verse 10 puts it. If you lived in a house that was going to be razed to the ground any day now, so that a new road could be built through it, would you spend much time repainting the trim outside? Would you save up to replace the old carpeting with wood floors? Would you care if there were cracks in the sink? Of course not. Given that this world, as we know it, has been condemned and slated for destruction by God, what kind of people ought you to be, as Peter put it in our chapter? Should we waste massive chunks of our lives watching television? Should we obsess over our handicap in golf or work 100 hours a week to make as much money as possible? Verse 14 advocates a different way to spend your life. Since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and at peace with him. Those are the words of the NIV in verse 14. We may live out our entire lifespan on this earth, but when measured against thousands of years, 70 to 90 years seems like very little time. Wouldn't it be wise to be careful about how we spend the precious life we have from God? Think about that today, and I'll see you next time. May God bless you. I hope you have a great day.